session 36 yikes well we're now i think that solidly puts us packed past the star wars no matter how many uh game systems you decide to add into that i think that puts us well <laughs> past star wars i think was about 30 give or so we're well past that we're we're rocketing towards that in the interminable amber campaign honestly <laughs> i don't know how long the D D game went on but it's definitely i mean it definitely put this this one's definitely come up into my top three or something like that just for duration a D&D game that Martin... for a long time. It was really regular. Yeah, the D&D game was like thing. every there, single There were week. very few misstep sessions. No. And what did we get to? Like level 19 and a half or something like that out of 20? <laughs> so that was... That was Weren't we higher than that? I don't there, know because I kept on multi... 20 was as, 20 was as high as, as 3.5 went. And we almost got there. And some some people might have gotten there except... I think the people that were closest to getting there had like a death that set them back like half of like that. Yeah, and people uh, like me who multi- were taking builders hither and yon. Triple class plus prestige classes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you you had some. That was definitely a a twitch character. Oh, uh, you think? <laughs> it was a lot of fun to play. I'm yeah. Somehow, this is the problem that people think of you as harmless, and then you play a rogue character, and you—they put you in charge of the of keeping track of the group's money. <laughs> like, Margie, are you just doing dual the accounting when we count up treasure? And there's this long pause, and she's like, "Um, yeah, I can do that, sure." Because I think based on the logic that you did statistics, so you'd be good with numbers. <laughs> I think was how that went. Your, your, your account level is at this, plus or minus that. Well, I mean, basically, they got to the point where your skills were high enough where I didn't even, I just gave everybody what the totals were, and then later I slid her a note saying, this is the cut that she took. And I just sort of like, you know, if there was a nice juicy piece that would like slide right off the top and comprise 10 to 15% of the total haul, I just... So you weren't level you twenty, but you weren't level twenty, but I think you were worth about five times more than everybody else. Probably. Give or take. Not my fault. It's interesting. I don't know what I did. Can you? You guys can hear me okay, but for some reason now this time I can't hear myself in my headset. I could last week, but I can't today. You're fine. It's so weird. I don't know what. Oh, Windows. Oh. Is there nothing you can't mess up? Oh, computers. Well, you know, it's not. I don't care. I wish, wish it would decide one way or the other. It just seems to be sort of random. And honestly, I have enough of Colorado weather without my computer acting like Colorado weather. And being, <laughs> and being not only unpredictable, but inexplicable. All right. When we yeah, last... I love telling people that, like, I went from, you know, 80 degrees on Sunday to snow on Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when... Um... Like, right? Margie, have you been caught up at all on on recent events? I read the summary and I read the your your prep notes, which you know sketchy. Or, but that well, was, they were more like the, reminders <laughs> than anything else. Like this is all the stuff that's currently kind of going on uh, to one to one degree or another. It basically boils down to. All right, so when we last left our heroes, we had. Well, actually, and we can probably move things forward just a little bit here. So let's let's talk about where things are now because I think that was about I think that was I think that was right after wasn't it right after school on like Friday? Yeah, I got called away from my uh, library date, so 
Right. So <laughs> that was sort of like an end of it was either boys. It was either a Thursday or a Friday, and uh, with everything. Right, so I just want to say that Vector had a specific timeline for pickup. Um, meeting that was something that Leo very, very definitely did want to do. Um, if that's just simply not going to happen, like let me know. But Vector, um, the time travel guy. Right. Well, there was no. There was a couple of. There were a couple of windows, and we. I will. Ab- I absolutely want to do that. And thank you, because I completely forgot about that. It didn't get on my little magic list. There. I've been there. putting that in my checklist after each recap. Just so. Yeah. yeah. I just forgot to get it up there on on all the stuff going on. So that's a, another another thing. So yeah, there's a couple of windows there. Certainly, one of them could be would it was going to be in the next couple of days, um, and and kind of lies. Oh, inside, outside, uh, various things. Um, all right, so we have, at this point in time, Aegis has custody of two Rossums, one Alicia. Uh, at least one of the Rossums is in Aegis custody, as well as Ted being alive, thanks to uh, Charlotte turning them in- insubstantial when Concord got all blasty uh, and brought down a bunch of robots. <laughs> But, there's, but at no least, there's at least one or two robots on that roof. They didn't all land on that roof, but they're they're scattered. Yeah, there's there's a bit of a cleanup. It's it's not it's not exactly like that fight after the Chitari and Avengers, like that much stuff. But there's an area around the Two Rivers plant where robot bits are probably getting. So there pres- there presumably was some other robots left because there were robots down below that. Yeah. Oh, at us when we when we had Rossum, and, and there must have been others still en route. Yeah, there were. I mean, there were there were a lot that had gotten there by then. But um, over the course of the next hour or two, and at the behest of of Aegis or yourself, um, you know, the the little Rossum wrist wristband or whatever could be uh, um, send a signal to you know stand down, return to standing orders. Probably stand down for the least amount. I was going to say, could they fly back to their old jobs? Yes. Or uh, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong there? Sorry about that. No. Um, yeah, I don't think that's probably what they would do. They would probably have them go into some sort of like, you know, send them to this to these coordinates. And they're like, they're like in a impound yard, like an Aegis impound yard somewhere out, outside the city limits. Just all standing in, in ranks, like terracotta soldiers. Um, a bit the worse for wear. No, I mean, there's, there's probably, I mean, there were at least a thousand out there, but the, yeah, there, there's definitely more around. Um, and there's still a lot of those that are in rook properties. There was a range limit on the initial orders that were issued to those things to call them in to like first come and get Rossum once they figured out where he was on the hidden island and then to pivot around and come after the other Rossum and stuff like that. So it isn't like every Rook bot that Rossum had in, in rotation or anything like that. Uh, so, so what's going on with all those other Rook bots well, that are still casually guarding banks and, uh, you know, manning crosswalks? Rook is, oh, well, they wouldn't, be a, they wouldn't be around here, certainly, but um, Rook is, uh, I'm trying to think what the press release would say, but they are, they are looking into their... <laughs> mandatory, mandatory recall notice. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're looking into their... Uh, um, the hard the the hardware level um, security programming for all of their bots. They've issued a recall and uh, they issued a recall in about 18 hours. They amended that to a recall and refund. 
Um, it isn't as wide. Given the... So here's the thing. Most of their clients... I mean, Rook's biggest customer for this kind of stuff is itself. It's been using it... It's been using this tech for itself or to augment services that it provides like, you know, the security at the airport, things like that. There are people that have availed themselves of the fact that they could get these things for the last six months or so. But generally speaking, these are high-end bespoke places like the little boutique jewelry shop or they're, they're larger organizations. So anybody who's getting burned by this and having to deal with the recall, refund, blah, 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 are all kind of rich. So, the so gen- how was how the president in Silicon Valley? Yeah, I mean, they've got that kind of thing. But again, they're mostly like showpiece or brag pieces or something like that. Nobody's... nobody's oh, like a convertible? What's that? Like, like a convertible in space? Yeah, yeah. So... I was going to say, you know, the, the fabulous people at their parties had conspicuously have a Rookbot standing standing guard there. Yeah, but they also had bouncers. And that was the thing. is like they didn't – no, not – some places were like, this is going to be our security. But Rook's the only one who really embraced it, like, full on because it was their stuff. And some people did. I mean, like the jewelry shops, things like that, they didn't – you know, that was what they used. But generally speaking, it was kind of the well-off. So the – the general outrage about this whole thing is low because it's people are finding it very, very easy to manage their outrage on behalf of the insanely wealthy. Like that's really easy for most people to go. I have decided that I can move on with my life rather than feel bad that Bill Gates says two robots have to be returned. Or uh, I actually called out an exception to this, which is the airport security. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A bunch of robots come out of the airport I predict at least uh, the flights are going to be grounded until they figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's that will piss off a lot of people. Well, there, there was some there was some street level damage and stuff like that. I mean, people might not be feeling sorry for the for the rich robot owners, but they might be outraged that these robots that the rich were buying, you know, caused caused, yeah. caused all this kerfuffle. Exactly, which is it's causing as much consternation. I mean, honestly, the anger about it is is because it's caused as much blow back to the people who bought the things as it did to Rook in some places because it was like, you know, your neighbors are now mad at you because your bot like broke stuff headed, you know, leaving um, in other people's businesses. Um, the the general outrage is, is about I would say at the public level is probably Dieselgate if you're a Volkswagen owner. Like, which if for those of you who did not own a Volkswagen and, you know, found Dieselgate to be really not that big of news, that's probably how most people are looking at it um, because it doesn't impact them. They don't care. It's only conceptually a bad thing because, oh, yeah, emissions. It's like every car is 40 cars. And then you got the people who actually had the things. And it was the, you know, it was the it was the news of 2017. It was it was probably it, for those for those folks it was probably more oh yeah you know another auto company caught you know doing something right. crooked big surprise we're gonna mistrust all technology companies now a little bit more yeah these convertible these 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 people who convert hypertech to non hypertech had their non hypertech hypertech copies act up this is my surprise face um so but rook is 
now that's at the public level at the at the corporate level at the financial level at the governmental level the blowback is much more significant if you're somebody on the ground a regular person who follows politics and stuff you know that there's a tremendous amount of kerfluffle going on with this you can easily imagine some scenarios where this could have been a lot worse too because the bots never got to the point where they actually you know there was never a a a point at which the rook branded robots attacked an aegis facility right Mm -hmm. and there's certainly a scenario where that could have happened and it would have been very 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 bad for rook more so more so than it was as it was you had rook branded robots attacking a decommissioned nuclear plant and that's not great press either um the fact that it happened in halcyon city maybe maybe washes that out a little bit because crazy shit happens in halcyon city all the time so okay um you know rook is is playing a lot of you know we we too are victims in this you know and they're honestly at the public level, and you you go to your basic talking heads on news and stuff like that. Where what they're taking the most heat for isn't the fact that it happened; is that they they didn't do their due diligence on their security and they allowed it to happen. Like they didn't see this coming. It'd be like Microsoft's one cloud service being taken down by a virus, you know, like an external virus, just because they didn't follow their own mandated security or something. Um, so it's ugly. It's a big black eye, but thus far it has not snowballed to you know except for things like the airport so they're not getting there's no good press for rook at this point there's only less bad press um but no but there aren't any torches and pitchforks either in most cases airports maybe they're scrambling tsa people from other places so they can run at half at like uh you know they can run at half to three quarters capacity um you know that kind of stuff um it's it's not pretty. The cities, the cities, and, and, and the, the the widely announced plans by the TSA to bring in, uh, you know, for this big contract that had been awarded to Rook for uh, replacing TSA agents with uh, with with cool, calm, efficient robots, quietly shelved. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> at, least, at, I, least, at least for a few news cycles. And again, at the at the at the governmental level is where a lot of that anger is because Helsinki City is having to shell out for all these people, you know, getting pulled in, getting shipped in overtime all that other kind of stuff and they're all far from best pleased with rook at this point um there is you know there's about six hours of a 24-hour news cycle that goes to the um you know surprising tone deafness of the quill organization who you know being <laughs> being faced with a with a bot uprising decide to double down and and you know swarm the city with their own share, bots share, share some bots it's like what what I mean, we understand, and based on the press, like what what they were attempting, and you know, have to admire the the we we have to admire the 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 instinct towards good Samaritanism while we are still gobsmacked at the utter naivety of it. You know, that that sort of narrative. <sighs> Barbara texts you with just three words. Got no four words. Gobsmacked at utter naivety. With with, <laughs> with with quotes around it, and that's all she texts until the next day. Um, it's a good quote. Uh, okay, so a- so Aegis has shuttled um, Rossums off to separate facilities. Uh, there is I'm trying to think. I feel like 
probably a day goes by into the weekend before a number of you are probably in some way, shape or form, find themselves, find yourselves in a conversation with Aegis. And that would be Alicia, Leo and Concord. Wait, why am I here? I don't work for them. You uh you don't work for them but but they are on super But they all saw your icon. They they are on they are on superhero oversight and uh I don't it, it, hmm that is a good I'm not sure if that you would hmm yeah I don't know if you'd be you wouldn't be I don't know that you'd necessarily be brought in but you would definitely be a su- a subject for conversation with somebody from the team. Oh no, I mean I will be there. It is just like yeah, I'm just trying to think if they would call you in specifically, or if they would, because they know enough about the, or do they? Does how did we how did we leave that? Was ages kind of clear on your on your personal identity or no? They weren't, were they? No, they uh, weren't. Th- your mom was there for like some of the testing and stuff, right? So they know who your mom is and stuff, right? She was like waiting upstairs when you were doing some of your testing at one point. Uh huh. Yeah. So like they know who I am. You know. It was some pretty. You know what? Actually, okay. So here's. We're, we're, let's just go around here. Um, I think one of the scenes is probably a. We're gonna start with Alicia, talking to Parker, Special Agent Parker. Um, and I. Is this is this in lieu of in addition to a uh, to the 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 bit that I threw out there as a cutscene? Which which one? Uh oh. Um. I don't think I missed the anything, call. but what was it called? Uh, no, that's no, that's yours. Um, debrief. Debrief. Thirty-five point two. Uh, there's a link in roll twenty. Okay, hang on. Oh, right. No, I, you know what? I don't think I think I missed this one. Oh. Hang on. Let me catch up. Give me a minute. Oh my god. I'm glad I said something. Oh my lord, Dave. All right, hang on a sec. Let me let me skim through here. <laughs> Now you know how I feel when I come back after being gone for a week. Well, I was trying to keep up, but... Apparently. <laughs> uh, Margie, for you and James, I, I try to make an effort not to do any really plot-sensitive stuff in the forums, but I still write stuff. Unfortunately. So. No, no, it's, it's, it's good. We, we, have, uh, we have Dave to... Uh... Which is good, because Dave takes the opposite approach. We have Dave oh. to sort of filter through and tell us what we need to read first. I love reading all of it. Don't get me wrong. It's just sometimes prioritizing. <laughs> That's fair. All right, let me see. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. And it's dead silence here, and I apologize. No, 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 no. That's, that's, uh, I, I will take it as... Uh... You, you have a program to, to fix that. Do I? Yeah, I do. <laughs> At least for the podcast part of it. Okay. No, that would work... I like that. Fighting's for the young. You graduate to murder when you're older. All right. Um, so, yeah, based on that... Uh, moving right along to Leo. Moving... Well, no. The next couple of days are probably then more concerned with... Uh, she actually ends up bringing you... Pulling you out of your weekend confinement quite a bit to work with um, fabrication teams... Uh, gear squads, feedback on the bike, um, uh, firing ranges for some of the firearms that they're, you know, some of the some of the stuff that they're coming up with. 
practice dummies. They're still working on getting most of it together, and some of it you just kind of, you know, could you just leave me in here for a couple of extra hours and I'll work on it? And they, so there's a little bit of that where you're, like, sort of left under heavy supervision to tweak the jacket so that the sleeve connections to the batons are right because they're just, you know... They're not right. getting they're not getting the freedom of movement thing plus actually making it work. So you either yeah, you're I, either getting at least probably, will probably be fairly you know not too terribly critical except to like you know some of the little details because if if Parker's ready to kind of let her have a little bit of uh, Which, free reign in terms of gearing and stuff, she's not quite she's not going to cause a problem about it at the moment. Right, but at the same time, she's like, listen, I don't want to put all this effort into it and find out it was half-assed because you didn't want to complain. So, complain. Oh, yeah. Um, because it's, it, it kind of feels like, you know, you can have protection, solid contacts for your power leads, um, and flexibility. Select two. And you're like, you know, right. I really kind of need three, and they can't seem to figure out how to make those lines all connect. So, uh, that's where you're kind of... Um, being, you know, brought in on all this stuff. Um, I think I don't. I don't think that. I, I think as much as Ted is able to, he's going to try to keep Leo away from Aegis headquarters. But hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, he'll pro. He'll probably come by where Leo's still at the sort of the. I keep wanting to call it the Grange. He he's still at the, like the carriage house, right? At, yeah. At, okay. I think he would probably swing by on it, like call it Sunday afternoon or something, um, for a for a, a catch up and and that sort of thing. Uh, well, neither of us are out of a job yet, so call that a good thing, I suppose. How are you feeling, kid? I don't know. I mean, the whole reason that I became a hero like this was to stop people like my dad, and I just stopped two of my dad. Like, how do you top that? Oh, there's, I mean, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of bad out there that isn't your dad. Uh, I mean, I can understand, because, you know, that's a really, there are people I know, I can give you a list if you want, who started down the road you did because of a person. And the problem with that is, is once they... Once that's done, then they don't really – they end up being a bit left at loose ends, I think. Oh, no, 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 no. You guys have a hold of this guy who showed me an entire future history for me to fix. I'm going to be busy for a while. Well, then I'll just stop with what I was about to say. As long as you still feel like you've got something to work on, then I think I, we're all going to be just fine. Uh, I, I won't – Sugarcoat things too much. Aegis is a little bit grumpy about us beating up some of their people uh, for all that they were uh, brainwashed at the time. So there was a little bit of ruffled feathers that needed to be smoothed on that. I don't think any of them will be uh, inviting you to Chuck E. Cheese for their kids' birthday parties anytime soon. Uh, Count that as a blessing. Uh, Uh, There's a handful of Aegis people I like seeing, and you're one of them, so I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of tough talk around what ended up happening out there at the island and even what happened a little bit later. They're not too worried about you exactly, uh, mostly because they got a two-for-one deal on your dad. Uh, and that seems to have made him pretty happy. They're more than a little bit concerned about Concord. 
How is he doing? Uh, I got to check up on him, actually. Um, he's he's doing okay, as far as I know. But I, I, I think I'm overdue for, for a call to him. So, yeah. Mm, yeah, you might want to make that a little bit sooner rather than later. Uh, generally speaking, when somebody inside of any city limits does something that can be spotted from LaGrange, from the LaGrange point, uh, people get extremely nervous. So, yeah, we, we'd like to get an idea of what's going on there. Also, we're seeing, we're catching, uh, there's some news going around in certain circles about some folks that kind of resemble him more than a little. They've been active in some of the other major population centers around this around the world and uh if he's got or any of you for that matter have any information about that we probably want to hear about it uh, i think he wants to hear that so i'll 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 let him know all right out of all of it i mean it came out about as well as it could probably and we've got rook uh rubbing quite rubbing a quite a bloody nose and i don't know that might shake out all kinds of problems down the road but for right now, the thing that they're left worried about is, oh, they always are going to wonder whether or not uh, myself and Special Agent Parker are really getting their job done, I suppose. And I think they're probably some of them or more than a few of them are wishing that we had a better idea of what was going on with your, your friend, Concord. Uh, but other than that, I think if we could stay out of everybody's way for a couple of days, that'd probably, that'd probably make them all smile. Generally speaking, everything that they don't like anything as it's happening, but they, they can't really argue with the results. And I, well, I've made it quite a few years doing things that way, and it seems to have worked out so far. So I can't really complain. But you're all all right? Yeah, yeah. None of uh, robot blowback? I, the city, there's been a little bit of press about that kind of stuff. Any of that going on with uh, you and yours? Um. They have their usual doubts, and I'm I'm doing what I can to to assuage those. Um, but they haven't run they haven't anything run from. The, Most the, people don't know. Uh, they 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 keep that to themselves, kind of, you know. Mm, mm. What about Otto then? Uh, like <laughs> he hasn't talked to me about it, but generally speaking, um, like he's got that civilian mode, you know, and when he's in that, like nobody knows anyway, so. Right. Um, right. It's it's not really going to be a problem for him. He can he can always lay low. And and what you can't help but thinking about at that point in time is the fact that he's been spending a lot more time like on the Forza forums in the last couple of days too. So he does he really doesn't seem to be bothered by his identity as a robot right now. Um, although he does definitely have some things on his mind. But oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's also been doing uh, Phoenix wrangling, and that's been really exciting. Uh, where, I don't where, think what where is that it he she, uh it it um it likes to fly so when we're not doing something with it it's just kind of out there somewhere Ted's eyes get a little <laughs> bit wide at that so it's just roaming around uh there's a pair, well we got like uh, this telone tree from the cockpit. Um, it's got this kind of nest that it's building in the Appalachians. He's, 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 <laughs> he's, hang on. Somebody find me the blink gif. I need that one. <laughs> oh my. A- Appalachians aren't that remote. Well, bits of them could be, but, um. Appalachians are hills. They are not mountains. <laughs> you can, you, you can find quiet parts of them though that, um. 
<laughs> oh, great. More sources for Bigfoot rumors. Here we go. Bigfoot has chicken feet. So there's a little bit of that going on. The, the gift that I just shared um, in the chat when he's like building a nest in the Appalachians and Ted's just like, you know, someday when I come to give you news that's supposed to reassure you and, and make you breathe easier, I would take it as a kindness if you return the favor as opposed, as opposed to, to the other thing. Okay, so you want you, you want me to give you something mundane for a change, right? I'm almost afraid of what the next thing is going to be that you're going to say. Yes. I mean, I I didn't. You know, here's the thing. I, I'm I'm catching up, but generally speaking, when people tell me that they built a smart robotic transforming jet plane i expect it to act like any of those three things and not a pet it's it's not really a pet it just kind of shows up when we ask it to. that's less reassuring i don't know <laughs> if you that that so agent have have you seen fantastic beasts and where to find them <laughs> uh it's it's not exactly a pet it's a it's a wild creature that sort of listens to us and is yeah. I'm going to Have you ever seen Born Free? I have only now <laughs> realized that by and large Phoenix's presence and participation has been sort of subsumed underneath the umbrella of your friends and partners. And hasn't been seen as a separate new thing that anybody needs to be worried about. Eventually, somebody is going to have that thought. But for right now, I am very, very glad that nobody has. What do you think it's going to do once it finds... So actually, as he starts to walk back to the car, he stops. He's like, what is it going to do once it finishes the nest? Uh, it's going to lay its egg. And he just kind of opens his mouth and closes it. Nods. <sighs> Wait, I promise you something mundane. I, I, I got oh, something. Oh, you, you had you had something for that. You weren't just. No, no, I'm serious. I need your help with something. Come back. It's it's okay. <sighs> he approaches cautiously, as though he's recently discovered a crate full of World War II era landmines resting in a basement in a puddle, and doesn't know whether to call the bomb squad or anyway. Uh, listen, there's and, and Lou is going to get real close to look around and be like, make sure nobody's listening. Okay. This is like state secrets information. He's like, um, listen, uh, there's a girl that I want to impress. Uh, I want to get dressed up nice. I want some like cologne. Uh, I want to kind of like, you know, get done upright. Uh, do you know any shops in town where I can like, you know, go for that kind of thing? Oh, kid, I am the wrong person to ask for something like that. I haven't been on a date since before your father was born, I think. Yeah, but you got like that distinguished older guy thing going on. Like, I respect that. I, I want to have that like that gravitas that you have. So, whatever you got. Give me. I'll send you something. Give me. Uh, I got to get back home, and I'm not even going to say that. I'm not going to say the word Rolodex. I got to go home and check my notes, and I will send you something. Well, I appreciate that. I got some I just want to models high karate from uh, 1972. What? I, he starts to walk away and he comes back. He goes, "This, uh, you're not switching tracks or something, are you? I mean, you're. I mean, my my read has always been that your girl's pretty well impressed. 
Yeah, but you know that's that's not really a thing that you achieve. It's a, it's a process. Man, sometimes you like if she's worth it, she can't, you gotta keep showing her she's worth it. You know. Where did you figure out all this? Yeah, I'll I'll get you something, or I'll ask for advice from somebody who's. I'll get you something, kid. And yeah, you're you're right. You're 100 percent right. So good job. Man, I wish I had. Well, anyway, pat you on the shoulder and kind of heads back. Terrifying. Now, terrifying. Now I just want that that montage of Leo and Agent Waters hanging out for the afternoon with him taking him to get like his shoes shined and his hair cut and everything. <laughs> Trying on the shoes on a pond. The the silent montage. No, oh, no, it's, it's basically be... that scent of a woman, but with with the younger character like not so naive. I was thinking actually the limo driver from Joe, the limo driver and Tom Hanks and Joe versus the volcano, but um, with you know actually almost kind of the same scene really when you think about it. But um, yeah, scent of a woman. That's, that's funny because we we've been going through Honor Harrington and we just got to the point where Honor is is asking her friend Mike for, for advice on makeup. So, you know. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. All right. So. So Leo will talk to Concord yeah. at some point. I don't know if that's now or not. but Well, we, I'm going gonna, gonna to go to Concord because I think probably, yeah. Um, so, Adam, by the time the house is weirdly quiet uh by the time you wake up on sunday um you know the folks obviously figured out what was going on friday saturday you you know there was the requisite homework nagging and things like that but sunday's really quite quiet they left you pretty much alone uh, or at least when you wake up it's it's really quiet um and when you come out and kind of actually look around it's just your dad kind of um I don't know what would he be doing on a Sunday afternoon if your mom and your sister wasn't around, weren't around and you weren't up yet. What's it? Is he reading? Is he working watching on sports? Some, yeah, watching sports. Well, you know, watching soccer. Uh, yeah, let's go with watching soccer. Let's go with watching soccer. All right. Yeah. So he kind of makes noise. You know, he he uh, he's he's watching. He's watching. But you get the sense that he's really he's really just been he's not really watching because um, you ask a little bit like, you know, random, you know, like who's winning. And he kind of like has to like he doesn't know. He's got to like look at the screen and read the score and go, you know, Manchester, I guess, um, kind of thing. So he's really not tracking it the way you've seen him do that in the past. So you're getting breakfast and like, um, he mentions in passing that, um, Jordan had a birthday party to go to. So she's going to be, yeah, she and her mom are going to be gone for, he, he, he pulled the long straw so he didn't have to take her to Chuck E. Cheese. Um, um, this time it was, it was lucky mom's go. Um, uh, and he kind of lets you get your breakfast and get things going. He's, uh, got a call today from, uh, the same folks that brought you in early on for the test that your mom took you to over it. Yeah. I imagine that there's an emphasis on tests where it comes in with a capital T. Yeah. And so Adam knows exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. And, uh, they, now I want to say this again, your mom and I are real proud of what you, what you did a couple of days ago. Um, uh, I, I, I will admit I was a little bit surprised at the, pictures that the newspaper that in the news put up 
the next day, um, kind of some of the things that, you know, we heard and stuff like that. It, it turns out that some of what seemed a bit odd to me, it, it does seem like it upset them a little bit too. So uh, they just, um, they, they weren't so much saying, you know, they asked the question in kind of a funny way, kiddo. And I just, I just want to make sure that we're, that I, I, they raised a question I had never really thought to raise. They didn't say, don't have that kind of collateral damage around an area when you're having this kind of fight as much as possible or that kind of thing as you know try not to do that what they ask us what they asked me was whether or not you could control the collateral damage when you were mixed up in a in a situation like and you know i never thought about that before i've always just kind of worried about you handling the stress of it and everything like that and it boy you know it it just it's uh what do you think Are, are they are they completely out of are they are they just talking nonsense or is this something that we need to worry about is this is is this under so yeah probably like in between bites of like breakfast and stuff like that Uh adam's like just gotta be like well the lasers are new like i didn't do any of that before but now they're like i feel like i'm getting good at it but there was a lot of robots there were a lot of robots um what did the building do to you? Um, because that's more what they were. Well, I don't think that was the only thing they were concerned about, but that was something that they brought up a couple of times in terms of who else might have been staying there. They couldn't, didn't have anything to do with it. That might have, you know, what it, what would have happened if that had happened someplace where there were actually people? Well, when I did one that big, I, everything got really hot around me. And I think if I just, you know, there won't be a lot of robots all the time. I understand what you're saying, uh, but I've been doing my job in this city for a long time. And in my experience, kiddo, there's always going to be more robots or something. And most of the time they don't show up where you, you don't always get to pick where they show up. Can you, can you control this? Yeah, yeah, I can control this. <laughs> the tone with, like, he—he's not super comforted by that. By all right, you know, I—I—I I, I just, I'm a little worried that right now with this, like you say, these lasers are new. That um, I really, really hope that you're being careful and thinking very carefully about the consequences of what you're doing because you're swinging a really big stick around right now and it, you wouldn't want it to hit somebody that you didn't mean to just just be just be extra careful especially right now if you've got some new things happening all right can we do that and he's this is actually him kind of trying to shift yeah. labels that sounds like he's trying to shift my labels he is and i think what he's trying to shift i think what he's trying to shift is because he's worried about the power. I think he's trying to shift superior up and freak down. I feel like he's trying to do danger down. Just well, it's like trying it not is, to be a... the, it, Yeah, it it is. Except functionally for you, it's got to be freak because you do everything through freak. Actually, I do some stuff through danger. Do you do like, some stuff through danger? 
Yeah, if I don't burn, then I still do everything through like the normal stuff. Yeah, so I don't know. I think he's. I don't know. And I, I think I, I want to go for freak because what he's what he's concerned about is the powers. Okay. I'm, I'm using the word danger, but I don't know that I mean the specific label. It's just the use of the powers. With all these new powers showing up, I need you to be really careful. Um, so yeah, what he wants to do is he wants to he want he, you don't have to go for this obviously, but he wants to shift your superior up and your freak down. No, I ain't, I'm not fighting that. You're not fighting that. All right, all right. Uh, also, um, there's were you we were talking. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember, but quite a few months ago about if you were going to head outside the city, uh, you'd let us know beforehand, if at all possible, right? Like, well outside the city? Yeah. So, what, what's, so, what magazine do you guys get, like, does your folks get, like, your mom or something like that, like, that they get just, like, time, some sort of period, like, weekly periodical, like... I- Time or, or or us or uh, it's what? probably like some off-brand like Time magazine like now or something like that. <laughs> I love that now. Just some just something something so, that when when they watch when somebody's watching at home they're like that's Time magazine. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. So the uh actually no what it is is the New Yorker. Or something equivalent, but yeah, it's it's because it's one of the covers that are always like done like by sort of cartoonists, you know, and artists and stuff like that. Typically, they don't do like photo covers. That's the New Yorker, right? I'm thinking of the right one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a drawing there of like sort of the you know fairly a very identifiable New York uh, um, like like silhouette, and above it they've drawn a Concord. They've drawn Concord like sort of flying in the air over the city kind of a thing. And the the little tagline at the bottom is, you know, page page 19, Concord you know, Concord visits the Big Apple. So I haven't been to it, it Concord's just like I haven't been to New York. Oh. Well, there's some pictures in there you might want to take a look at then, kiddo. Do do we do we then have a panel of Adam like looking at there and do I take a powerful blow now? Do you want to? It seems like it, because before <laughs> it was just like, oh man, there's a bunch, or, you know, maybe this is all in my brain. This uh, is definitely not in my brain anymore. And the pic, it's actually, um, so they've got, it's pretty great. I mean, the New York shots are actually pretty identifiable. Like, there is definitely a Concord, like the green one, like hanging in the, in the, uh, like over Times Square. Not really interacting with him, but just sort of looking. And there's a lot of, there's a couple more like much grainier ones, um, Tokyo, London. Um, trying to think of another kind of Egypt, Cairo, um, that are much grainier. Um, and they, there's links. There's, there's, you know, come to our website. We've got a little, a little bit of video and stuff like that. Um, and it's not like everyone's just assuming it's you. You know, spreading out for more global responsibility. What does Aegis think of this? That kind of, you know, you know, we haven't heard any, you know, notification, any, any information about that. But, you know, nice to see him out away from Halcyon City, et cetera, et cetera, so forth. But they're clearly matching up with the stuff that you saw in Streak's head. So yeah, why don't you take a powerful blow? Because that's definitely not in your head, as far as oh, you know, yeah. New York is not in your head. 
Let's see here. Buttons, buttons. Who's got the buttons? Oh. That's a close one. It is a close one. And that's you want to you'd want to adjust it down, so it's probably not a good thing to adjust. You can anybody want to spend a team to move it up to ten? I'm kidding. Um so Leo calls at this moment. Hey, Agents wants to talk to you. <laughs> they are super pissed, dude. Move it up to it. Where okay, let me look over at the thing. We got uh Yeah, lash out verbally, give ground, and struggle past the pain. That's ugly. I know, and give ground, like, I don't know what that would entail here. You lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy reaction, and take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. You give ground. As usual, I can make a suggestion if you like, but... Mm. I, I mean, so, couple of, provoking a teammate to foolhardy action might be... I, I could see a path there where, having looked at this, Concord goes... Immediately calls Harry and says, we need to get back in and see your dad, like, right now. I need you to do whatever you need to do to, like, get your mom to do this. Ooh. Ooh. Y you know, yes. I need to get back that, in. We need to do this. Like That is a, that is a good option right there. So uh, that, uh, that's that's what Bill, I was thinking about there. What did Bill, well, Bill, what did you have? I, I like that one better than my suggestion, but for, what, <laughs> for whatever it's worth, uh, it was uh, now that the New Yorkers talk about how Concord is going out and, and being like this. Uh, where are the calls for an interview? Mm. No, no, no. I mean, uh, yeah. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I you mean, know, I think that is a literally just like, my dad, a guy go run into the room, start making phone calls to Harry right away. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. So you provoke a teammate to foolhardy action or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. So, yeah, provoking. So I think it's actually, so anyway. Uh, and what a lovely way we can immediately jump over to Harry. <laughs>